Welcome to The Friday Habit with Mark Labriola and Benjamin Manley. The Friday Habit is for small business owners, freelancers, and creatives who are ready to take their business to the next level. Join us as we discover how to apply the strategies we learn to grow our businesses, make more money, and live every day like it's Friday. It's a beautiful day where I'm at right now. Unfortunately, we don't have Ben with us today. Uh, he's uh, off gallivanting the world. Who knows where Ben is, right? Is he traveling somewhere? I don't know. I know his wife is in Hawaii right now, um, but uh, we'll have to talk about that in another episode. But hey, I'm excited for today's episode because uh, we have Brittany Brewer on the episode, and uh, she's a senior account executive at FreeUp. Uh, and you're like, well, what's FreeUp? Uh, well, it is a freelancing service that we're going to talk more about with her about. Uh, but, you know, she's been in the freelancing world for nearly five years now. Uh, her work spans with freelancing, client support, and enhancing business operations. Brittany excels in building lasting relationships, ensuring client success, and maximizing the free up experience. Known for quick, top-tier freelancer connections. And she and her team deliver exceptional service, making her a key player at FreeUp where only the top 1% of freelancers are represented. So, Brittany, welcome to the Friday Habit. Thank you so much. What an intro. I feel so welcome. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Well, you know, a yeah. lot of our listeners are um, entrepreneurs, they're business owners, they're freelancers themselves. And yeah. so I thought it might be interesting for us to kind of have a conversation around uh, freelancing and, um, you know, what you kind of see in the industry, you know, how, what kind of support small businesses and entrepreneurs are using within that. And then also, you know, really how are freelancers, um, maybe people who need some extra work or, you know, have a side hustle, but maybe they want to start yeah. working for, uh, I have some friends who are like, ah, I'm trying to get on Fiverr and, and, uh, Upwork and other places like that. So I'd love to hear a little bit, a little bit more about that, but yeah, I would love to really kind of hear your story a little bit, maybe your journey on, yeah. uh, you know, how you got to, to free up and, and maybe even hear a little bit for our audience who doesn't know, uh, about free up, kind of tell us about wh who they are, what, what they do and, and kind of fill us in in that, in that realm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, professionally, I guess you could say I've been freelancing for five years and, and that's to say like with an actual company, which is free up. But I mean, since I was seven, I've been trying to find side hustles, like from the lemonade stand on <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> like, as an adult, especially when, um, you know, when COVID happened, um, so many people migrated from traditional nine to five into like the freelance workspace. And it just so happened for me that COVID happened after I finished building out um, a school bus um, for like a digital nomad lifestyle. What? So, <laughs> Wait, so you bought a school bus and... Before COVID, yeah. Okay, yeah. so like the universe was telling you like, hey, it's going to be moving time. <laughs> yeah, move in this direction. So literally... Um, it was uh, February 2020. I had um, my husband and I had our bus debut February 2020. We oh showed everyone gosh. we're going to travel everywhere. It's going to be incredible. We're going to work from home via the bus. Um, We've been, you know, practicing, learning like all of these new uh, tricks of the trade that we could be doing. And then COVID happened. So it was sort of, you know, divide intervention. We were we had our home ready to go to be working remotely. Um, as professional freelancers, like upgrading from the lemonade stand. 
Um, and it just so happened that free up was the, um, the place that I connected, hmm. uh, free up is, uh, sort of the sister company of a bigger company called the Hoth. I think a lot of people in the industry know about the Hoth, but not so many people know about free up. People are more talking about like fiber and upwork and what free up, um, you know, it's, it's a much smaller company, but what it lacks in size, it makes up for in quality. Uh, there's definitely, it's a little bit harder for people to get into free up, there's like a, a vetting process versus just like, hey, you've got freelance experience. Come here. You can get connected with clients. It's a little more rigorous at FreeUp. But mm -hmm. for the most part, most people appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to the bus. I want to I hear a little bit more yeah, about that. Yeah, sure. Everybody wants to know about the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what um, – you know, were you guys working like in offices or day jobs or the jobs where you were working, were they flexible and work from home kind of jobs? Yeah, no, they weren't at all. Um, my husband and I both worked uh, in the service industry. We were working like 60 hours a week mm -hmm. and then part time um, going to school and learning. A lot of what I learned specifically was um, just watching YouTube videos and learning mm -hmm. how to do digital marketing learning what SEO means, learning about e-commerce, just kind of teaching myself because I knew we were going to be making that transition into the mm -hmm. bus. I was like, it's time we need to educate ourselves and figure out what are people doing who are working remotely? Right. What are people doing who are, you know, trying to scale up? Like we want to get to a point where we're not working, um, you know, ourselves into the grave basically yeah. Monday through Friday, nine to five, or if you have ever worked in the restaurant industry, yes. you know that it's more volatile than that. Oh my so, gosh. My dad owns a restaurant. So, oh uh, I mean the stories I hear and then just the constant churn, you know, and then also it's just like, it, it's, you got to get why the getting's good, you know, yeah. otherwise, you know, it, it's like, and I think too, based off of tips and all these other kind of things, it's like, all right, in oh, some yeah. ways you want to work 60 hours because you're like, I need the money. But yeah, the thing I love too about what you're saying is like, because I similarly, I had a career uh, 15 years ago that kind of ended and I, I was like, crap, what am I going to do? And back then I really didn't have YouTube. I had to go to the library and get books on video editing and, and you know, production, all these other kind of things. But, you know, what I love about, especially the era that we're in right now, right, is like, you can you can educate yourself like you can get on yeah. YouTube if you've if you've had a day job if you've you know been thinking about starting your own thing it's like you you can do that and there's the resources yeah. out there and there's the knowledge and everything that you need and especially for something and I think for marketers especially it's like one of those things like if you become good at your craft it doesn't matter if you have a college degree or whatever if you can produce results for people via exactly. you know uh, social media management, social media marketing, digital marketing, di digital advertising, all those other kind of things. It's like, those are all skills that you can learn online at cheap yeah. at, to no cost. And then if you're just dedicated and hardworking, you can build a skill set that pretty much anybody would be willing to hire, you know, and, and, and take on. So I commend you for doing that to say, Hey, I'm in a situation I don't like, let me fix it by educating myself and learning and then going out there and, um, you know, making a difference. Yeah, definitely. And I learned so much too, like just from people in the freelance industry, like from other people who had hired freelancers, like people, you know, just on forums, on Reddit, like what are people looking for? What should I be doing? What should I be learning? Because 
there's so many things you can hire a freelancer for. And I had to kind of apply skills that I was already good at. You know, I wasn't going to be doing like UX, UI design. Like that wasn't a, a route that I was going to go down. Like I wanted to apply skills that, you know, I'd used in my in my real life and then kind of learn how to apply those in a digital space. So um, I definitely learned a lot. Uh, very, very quickly because so many people flooded the marketplace mm -hmm. right when COVID happened. But right. um, good though, uh, FreeUp needed somebody internally. And just shortly after freelancing with them, I ended up being able to do what I do now with FreeUp. Yeah. So it was a good transition. That's cool too, because I feel like the fact that you were able to be a freelancer for a little period of time and be in the shoes of the person who you're kind of working with uh, yeah. I think it's always helpful to have the experience as well. Um, give us some information about uh, the typical kind of companies that need freelancers or like the typical kind of work that's out there and maybe the benefit of working with a freelancer or free up opposed to maybe hiring internally. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, there you said it already, like Upwork and Fiverr, those are other freelancer hiring platforms. Um, and, you know, we're kind of doing the same thing. We're a freelancer hiring platform, but our primary focus is people in the e-commerce and marketing space. But we've got like 75 different skill sets that we can outsource for. Some people are coming to us and they're like, hey, um, I'm uh, an electrician. I am doing great. My business is scaling, but I have no idea how to do marketing. And mm -hmm. I know that my competition is doing it. I need somebody to help me. So please do that. And that's what we'll do. We'll assist them with, you know, where their knowledge gap is or where they just don't have time to do things. Um, and I would say, like, what makes it different? You know, it's everybody's coming to these platforms looking for a freelancer to either do something they don't know how to do or they don't have time to do. But we have real people at FreeUp. So we really try to come from an empathetic space. We have one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one conversations with the clients before we just start throwing freelancers at them. We want to understand their why, their motivation for what they're doing, what their goals are before we just start, hey, here's a dozen people that you've never met and you're never going to meet in person. Right. Uh, figure out who you want to hire for your business. And we do some pre-vetting, like I said in the beginning. It's a mm -hmm. little bit harder for... Um, the freelancers to get onboarded into the platform, but it's just because we're doing identity checks and it's like an Ivy know, League project. school. You got like you know the one percent, top one percent. Yeah, you know it's it, like you said though. It's not like you know you have to have a, a bachelor's degree or a master's degree. Um, although a lot of our freelancers do, it's really about what you can produce and and how um, how long you've been doing it. Mm -hmm. All of our freelancers have been in the game for at least three years. So that kind of gives a comfort level to people who are new to hiring freelancers. They're like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. This this uh, freelancer can take over the marketing for me and I don't have to worry so much. Yeah. How do you, what do you, what do you say as far as like prioritizing? I feel like, mm -hmm. you know, when I started Brand Viva eight years ago now, um, yeah. it was like trying to figure out like, how do I prioritize what to offload? Because uh, my journey was really like I was the guy doing all the things and then I started hiring freelancers, you know, to kind of subcontract or do things. And then I started hiring employees internally. Um, what do you see as far as like that that um, journey of typical entrepreneurs 
what are some of the things that someone maybe should look at or focus on as they're thinking of scaling or growing? And what are some things they should, you know, we're all so busy. We all have so much stuff going on and, and we're just constantly just trying to put out fires and solve problems. So what kind of yeah. things are you, are you talking about? I'm a huge office fan, um, the show, the office. So I like to quote, um, kiss keep it simple stupid mm -hmm. um which is what michael scott says to dwight and it is so true because if you keep it simple in the beginning it's the easiest thing to outsource for like what's the one thing mm. that's overwhelming you what's the menial, the simplest thing that's on your on your day-to-day um, but the most annoying thing that you wish that you could offload and that menial task is usually the first place to start whether it's, um, you know, if you're an e-com person and it's like product listing and you're like, it doesn't take a lot to really do this. I just don't have the time for it. And I can't focus on big picture stuff if I have to do this silly little task. Um, those are the things that are the simplest thing to outsource for in the beginning. And just identifying um, those sort of pull my hair out tasks in the beginning is is where most people end up succeeding. Just kind of offloading um, the menial tasks yeah. up front. It's, it's knowing your strengths, right, and your weaknesses. And uh, I, I think that was for me, it was like, all right, I need to like hire for my weaknesses or offload. Like, I'm not good at project management. I am not yeah. good at, um, you know, client communication. It's like, yeah. those are all the things that I had to do in order to you know, grow a successful business, but those are th things that weren't my strong suit. And so it was really thinking yeah. of like, all right, I need to start bringing in people to help me in those areas. Because two, I think the thing that we find as we grow as, as small businesses, and uh, it, it's like, we do, we're doing all the things. And then some of the product or some of the quality of our service starts to suffer, because we're trying to do too many things. And I know for me, it was like, I had the moment where you know, we had this really big client and I'm spinning all these plates trying to do all these things. And I was just dropping the ball with communication and, and yeah. waiting too long to respond to emails. And, and I got sat down, you know, and the client was like, listen, we really like you. We, we love working with you, but you know, we're having some issues with, with the communication piece of things. Yeah. And that was a real wake up call for me where it was like, I better fix some stuff. You know, I better figure out because I'm going to start losing these really big, good clients if I keep dropping the ball in these other areas. And so that was for me, it was like the first freelancer I really brought in was a project management project manager to kind of manage all the project, make sure everything's, you know, happening and communicating with clients, things like that. And that really helped a lot. Um, yeah. what, what would you say to somebody as far as like the difference between, a freelancer or a W-2 employee. I mean, do you feel like there's a, a place or a time for a W-2 employee? Or do you feel like now, right now, you could probably run your whole business on, you know, working with freelancers? Um, well, first of all, just to like say one thing about your, your project management um, issue, that isn't a unique one. So many people, um, you know, they... They know what they they know they need to scale. They know they need help, but they don't know how. So getting a project manager is huge, especially in the beginning and especially if you're new. And that kind of leads into like the difference between hiring a freelancer versus a W-2 employee. Like a, a lot of people, I think, have this um, this idea in their mind about hiring someone that they're never going to meet in person. It 
freaks them out. They want to, you know, walk out and be able to know, oh, Debbie down the road is working for me. She's going to do some graphic design. She did graphic design in college. She's going to make my logos for me. And that gives them a sense of comfort. But what I think helps people is when they realize that, you know, that's great. Debbie might be awesome. But when you hire a freelancer, you have access to global talent. You can find the best of the best. It's not just someone that's localized to your area. And then again, with a W-2 employee, you know, you're paying for somebody in most cases to work either, you know, 20 hours or 40 hours a week. You have to think about time off, um, insurance, all of those like headaches that when you're trying to scale, you can't even wrap your mind around. And you're like, how am I going to hire somebody? How uh, W-2s, I have to do all this tax stuff. Like no one wants Onboarding, to Onboarding, it's like nonstop. It's like, you know, I got to yeah. have employee handbooks and there's got to be contracts yeah. that get signed. And yeah, I, so, I know. I have been Yeah, so that's what's kind of cool about FreeUp is that FreeUp has a product. It's the managed services product that basically helps somebody who's coming to us. And it's, it's really more for people who are like, I either need a ton of hand-holding or I need to be 100% hands-off. And for the hand-holding person, it's like, hey, um, I have this business. I need X, Y, and Z done. I don't know how to articulate it. I don't know how to hire for it. I don't know what to do. Can you please help me? So the managed services like provides the client with a project manager for free who puts the job request in, who uh, filters the freelancers, hires the freelancers, and basically sets up production for the client. And that's like the biggest thing is, you know, in the beginning, you're like, your mind is swirling, you know, you want to scale, but even like dictating the tasks to a freelancer can make people, they're like, nope, I can't do that. Just forget it. I'll just keep doing it myself, working 70 hours a week and be miserable. Yeah, totally. So yeah. So how do you guys like work with a client in order to figure out their systems or processes or whatever to then train or teach a freelancer how to do that? So basically the way that it starts, we have two different things. We've got free up classic, which is like a la carte hiring where you can get a freelancer starting at five bucks an hour. Um, And in that situation, we would tell the client, you know, um, start with a scope of work. We have a template that we give the client and basically it's like fill in the blanks. What do you need the freelancer to do? How many hours a week? Um, You know, what, what region are you looking to hire from? And then we would um, tell the client, you know, some some parameters we um, offer guidance for is like, do weekly check-ins, make sure that your communication channel is established up front. If you like using Slack, onboard your freelancer to Slack. If you're classic and you just want to use email, um, you know, get the freelancer into the email and uh, make sure into make sure they're connected with everybody on your team. They know who to CC when and where. So those are the things we tell people to establish up front. But with the managed services, if um, you know the client decides, hey, I want to bring on a project manager and have them take this over. The project manager basically has a call and says to the client, knowledge dump, give me everything that you have, tell me everything and I'm gonna organize it for you. Um, I'm gonna set you up with freelancers who have the capacity to do what you wanna do. I'm gonna check in and say, Hey, Mark, this is done. Hey, this is 75% done. Hey, this uh, needs your approval, you know, and just give you pings real quick Mm -hmm. versus you having to go in and dig and look around for stuff. So there's a couple different options depending on the personality type, I would say, of the of the client or the needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it seems too like, um, I mean, I, I really love this idea of 
you know, hiring freelancers to kind of help because I feel too, there's elements of growth doesn't take place unless you're able to do more than you're currently able to do. And a lot of times we're unable to do more because we're just doing too much. And so it's like learning how to start to offload stuff, learning how to start to trust other people with some of the things that you're doing to help you so that you can grow is just, you know, paramount. So tell us a little bit about, like, I would say the, you said global workforce, you know, and that's kind of sometimes a red flag for me, you know, I'm like, uh uh-oh, like, am I going to be able to work with somebody who doesn't speak English that well, or, you know, the understanding or the language barrier sometimes it's like, Okay, I hear the nightmares of like, oh, yeah, they're posting to my social and it's like just broken English and like bad spelling and all these other kind of things. So it's like, how do you guys, you know, just vet or like what makes a good freelancer when when yeah. when it comes to that? So I think that like the idea of hiring someone inter- internationally for a lot of people based in the U.S. and Canada it like conjures up images of the nineties and being like press five for a representative and then getting someone that you couldn't really understand or who didn't understand like your needs. And it it just like, it evokes fear. And a lot of people who haven't really worked with um, today's global workforce and what free up specifically does is majority of our international candidates are from the Philippines. And we have such an amazing team over there. Number one, English is the second most widely spoken language in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. um, especially for people looking for uh, like good communication or even phone team support or somebody to like write copy for them, um, they like working with people from the Philippines because um, English is their second most widely spoken language. And we vet for that in the beginning. You know, we'll vet for written and um, spoken English. Everybody on the free up platform um, can speak English and can write um, in English. And then as far as things like posting on your socials, like I've heard those stories too, where someone hires someone to manage, you know, I want you to post on my, um, on my, uh, Facebook, you know, every day. And, um, what will happen is the freelancer will, uh, set up basically an entire week's worth of posts and the client will say, okay, sounds good. Awesome. Looks great. And then basically the freelancers got approval, but it was never reviewed. And, um, you know, maybe it wasn't exactly the style they were liking, or maybe it is that there's, you know, a typo or something, but that might be uh, hiring at a basic level versus hiring at an intermediate level. You know, there are people who are at every stage of the game um, as far as the freelancing world goes. And it does take a little oversight on the client's part, but um, it's definitely something that isn't uh, as big of a problem when you pre-vet the freelancers, mm-hmm. which is why we take so much pride in doing that in the beginning. Yeah. So do you guys also use like local freelancers as well? Like, you know, say some of our listeners are freelancers and they're like, man, I'd like to work for a company that yeah. would just bring me leads or work or whatever. And so, I mean, what, what makes a good freelancer in your mind? hundred percent. So I like our company is based in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, when I started working for the company, I was in Columbus, Ohio, and then traveled, you know, in, in my bus for the first year as a freelancer. 
across the United States. And um, we have freelancers based in the, the, the United States and Canada as well. Um, it's not just international. And what we're really looking for as far as freelancers go, we've got a great talent pool in the US and Canada. A lot of them um, have ample copywriting experience. They have um, experience with website design. That's huge. A lot of people in the um, US and Canada who want a website built, especially something heavy duty, um, oftentimes you'll find that they do want to get somebody in the U.S. They want to get someone um, that's in the uh, United States, at least roughly in their time zone that they can communicate with, understand clearly um, and have, you know, fast results. So web design, um, copywriting, anything to do with e-commerce and digital marketing. If, you know, a freelancer in the U.S. has those skills, um, they should 100 percent apply to be a freelancer at FreeUp. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So if you're listening to this and you're like, Hey, I'm awesome. And yeah. I think that I'd be a good fit, you know, uh, hit up for podcasting, podcasting too, though. You know, I mean, it's, uh, Neil Patel just, uh, said something in one of his webinars a couple months ago, like there's one podcast for every 1000, 1200, some people, but there's a million blogs out for one person. So podcasting is growing so much. So, you know, we've got people who can do video editing, um, just uh, podcast editing and producing yeah. and all that kind of stuff as well. So it's, you know, it's varied. We've got a list of all the skills we hire for on the website, mm -hmm. but okay. we encourage everybody to at least apply. What's right. the worst that can happen? You don't yeah. make it through. Let me try again. <laughs> <laughs> so do you live in St. Petersburg now then? Yeah, so okay. um, it's a town called Dunedin. It's just a little bit outside of St. Petersburg. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so that restaurant my dad uh, owns actually is Anna Maria Island. I don't know if you've ever been there. Yes, uh, I love Anna Maria. Yeah, I know. I do too. We go like every year. So Yeah, um, cool. What's but the restaurant? It's called Harry's. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Live yeah, everybody music. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows Harry's. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, it's, it's a it's a great spot. And uh, I love uh, that. But St. Petersburg, uh, isn't it like the the elderly capital of the world or something like that? Um, you know, it's got there's some interesting tags for the um, city of St. Petersburg. But we've got a really we've got a really cool office building down there that hosts um, it houses all of our brands. So we've got the okay. Hoth, IRider, um, copymatic free up all of us are like one big happy family oh, cool. and um, we're down there in that downtown St. Pete area so okay. a lot of our clients are local which is really cool yeah. and then we also have clients that are in Australia and when they happen to come over to Florida it's just like one of those really interesting and neat things like yeah it, that's what's cool about being a global a global business like that you know you get connected with people everywhere yeah. and our having our home base um, in Florida versus no offense to people in Nebraska, but you know, yeah, totally. You got Tampa international airport, then you got Clearwater, St. Pete, like all that's yeah. just right there. So, uh, it's, it's a good place. So what, what do you think makes free up different than Fiverr or, you know, some of those other, like what sets you guys apart? You think? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to harp on our pre-vetting anymore because I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but that is so <laughs> That's big. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah I mean, I've had a while. I've used Fiverr before and I've had like wild results, you know, like really great yeah. and really terrible and like 
trying to communicate no it should look like this and then it's like no it should look like this and like a constant you know thing so it, it maybe is a crapshoot in some ways on the, on those yeah. platforms that's that's just one factor though like we have um i can't rave enough about our support team and a lot of our support team we've got people based here in the u.s but a lot of them are based in um the philippines who help us on our very own support team and they're incredible um, we have 24-7 support. Um, we have people that are available literally round the clock for our clients. It's pretty bougie. It's like concierge level support. If, um, like you know, we, <laughs> we've got clients even in the U.S. who are located in um, California and our phone team support, which you can actually call and talk to someone in the U.S. on the phone Monday through Friday, nine to five. But that's EST. So for our mm. other clients, outside of that we've got real people who can be on the live chat with them um we can hop on calls zoom calls google meet whatever our clients need we can offer that to them and then just the fact that we have a managed service is so huge for a, in the freelancer community like so many clients will come and they'll be like yeah i can pay a freelancer five bucks an hour but i don't have time to manage them like i need i need this to be fully taken care of so that package is probably even more so than our pre-vetting process at this point. That package is really what's setting us apart. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it again, I feel like there's a lot of people coming into this space. And so if you can find, you know, a company that's working with, um, you know, they're providing great service and then also working with really good um, freelancers and the, the vetting process, all that. So it sounds like you guys are, awesome and, and legit so yeah <laughs> totally appreciate awesome it legit. The, yeah legit is basically that's what all the cool kids are saying now so <laughs> as long as we're legit then we're good to go yeah exactly <laughs> um so did you say you grew up in did you say ohio yeah so um my my dad uh is from ohio my mom is from florida so i've always oh, okay. been kind of a half and half kid yeah um so, yeah, yeah, definitely, um, you know, I, I support my Buckeyes in Ohio, but yeah. I love my Buccaneers when I'm in Florida. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you lost Brady, so you didn't have a good season, you know, <laughs> uh, but you did win a Super Bowl, so that's good. Yeah. Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then what are we going, like, Florida State or Gators uh, it, or... If I, if I were to say any other team besides the Ohio State Buckeyes, my, oh, my father would okay. probably Nice. That's awesome. And uh, so then where can people kind of connect with you or if they want to find out more, like, you know, what's the best road to uh, perdition? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, we have a team of people they can connect with, but I personally love to hop on calls with people. So... Um, for your listeners, we've got $50 in credits for them okay. if they head over. Yeah, so they can get started. Like, you got 50 credits. Like, why not? Yeah. Um, they can head over to freeuppod.com, and that's where all of the info they need is. So just freeuppod.com. Awesome. Perfect. So head over to freeuppod.com and get those free for 50 credits. Um, well, listen, uh, we always like to leave our listeners with a, um, kind of like a call to action or something that, uh, they, they could do to make themselves better or their business better starting next week. And so if there was one thing that you would maybe tell, um, 
you know, a small business owner, what would that be going into next week? Stop being afraid. It's so much easier than you think. Just get connected with someone who can help you um, and take that first step. Don't be scared. It's really simple once you get started. All right. Love it. That's awesome. Well, hey, thanks so much for listening to the Friday Habit. Brittany, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, if you want more information, you can go to thefridayhabit.com to find show notes for this episode. There you can also get uh, links to our websites and ways to get in touch. And at the bottom of the page, you can find a download that will show you how to spend more time working on your business instead of in your business. Um, and if you want to maybe, maybe leave us a voicemail memo, you can do that. You can email us at hello at thefridayhabit.com. And really, that's pretty much it. So uh, until next time, remember, live every day like it's Friday.